Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Biohacking Beauty Podcast, where we delve deep into the intricate universe of skin health and beauty innovation. I'm your host, Amitai Eshel, co-founder and CEO of Young Goose, the world's pioneering biohacking skincare brand. Every episode, we invite trailblazers and thought leaders from the beauty realm to enlighten us with their unique perspectives and breakthroughs. Today, it is an extra special episode as we're not only exploring the age-old allure of the science behind clay masks, but also unveiling a product that promises to revolutionize this beauty mainstay. Rejoining us is a face many of our listeners adore, the amazing and over and ever innovative Anastasia Hojaeva with her distinguished credentials in biology and biohacking and her influential role as a co-founder and president of Young Goose. Anastasia has consistently been at the forefront of beauty and skincare, and obviously she is my co-founding partner here at Young Goose. Today, as I said, we'll traverse the historical and scientific journey of clay masks and delve into what makes Young Goose's latest creation, Detox Ritual, stand distinctly apart from traditional clay masks. Some of the key takeaways from today's discussion. First, we unravel the ancient, ancient allure, as I said, and modern science of clay masks. We understand the array of benefits of clay masks and how they interact with our skin. And we discover the innovative approach we took at Young Goose in creating Detox Ritual, pushing the boundaries of what clay masks can achieve. So we're taking you behind the scenes and into our thought process. But before we begin our deep dive into the mesmerizing world of clay masks with Anastasia, let's pause for a brief moment to hear from our dedicated biohacking beauty listeners. So we got some very nice reviews lately. One of them says, love this podcast, great episode, practical information that you can apply and use. Thank you for your expertise, transparency, and quality of product. So thank you very much, Nado. Appreciate it. If you're tuning in and finding value in our content, we'd be deeply appreciative if you could take a brief moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you're listening to this podcast or watching it. It's your feedback that propels us to continue exploring uncharted territories in the realm of beauty and skincare. But now, without further ado, let's embark on our exploration into the captivating realm of clay masks and the innovative vision behind Detox Ritual with the ever insightful Anastasia Hojaeva. Anastasia, welcome to the podcast once again. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here and I'm very excited about today's topic. Uh, great. Today, we'll dive deep into the world of purifying masks. Anastasia, I'm curious, what do we know about the origins of clay masks? Uh, they're very deeply rooted in history and the earliest record date back thousands of years across continents. Like, for example, ancient Greece, where they had heliotrope clay from Sparta. And then there is uh, the cowling clay, which Native American tribes utilize both spiritually and medicinally. 
Actually, choline is one of the clays that we use in, in uh, the detox ritual, right? That's right. Yes, precisely. So ancient Egypt and Greece saw extensive use of clay, such as choline, and marine clay and fuller's earth. These were mostly used for medicinal treatments. So they were used for wound healing. They have also good properties for oily skin. It wasn't just about beauty, but also health and spiritual well-being as well. Especially for Native American tribes, clay is a big part of their healing traditions. And let's not forget India. Uh, there they have Ayurvedic medicine, where various clays were used to balance the body's metabolic system or dosha. And in fact, bentonite clay, another ingredient in detox ritual, along with fuller's earth, were commonly used for these treatments in Ayurvedic medicine. Mm. So it's fascinating how these ancient cultures recognize the benefits for clay for the skin. You know, speaking of benefits, how does incorporating clay masks assist in specifically in anti-aging skincare routine? That's a great question. So clay masks, they have detoxifying properties. In general, they're very versatile. But when it comes to anti-aging, let's think exfoliation, deep cleansing and exfoliation. So their natural absorbent quality binds to the dead skin cells, dirt, any kind of pollutants that's hiding in the pores. And this exfoliation indeed reveals fresher, youthful looking skin and also can make other ingredients and anti-aging products absorb more effectively. So it's like a boost for the rest of our skincare routine, right? Even though we do say boost a lot, is this this is a part of it. Yeah, exactly. And plus, as clay masks dry, they, they may boost blood circulation, brightening the complexion and rejuvenating the skin. So they can help tighten the skin as well, giving the appearance of smaller pores. And some clays even have antioxidant properties, so they can fight free radicals which is the major cause of skin aging. Yeah, I mean, free radicals is one of, we see it almost in every aging process. So they're really like a, like a Swiss army knife for skincare, I guess, clays. Now, what about people with oily skin? Are clay masks suitable for them because of that, because of that ability to absorb oils? Absolutely. Yeah, the clay masks are the most suitable for people with oily skin. They're perfect for them. So their natural absorbency of clays means they can effectively soak up excessive sebum reducing that unwanted shine, mattifying the skin, uh, minimizing pore appearance, plus by pulling out impurities from the pores that minimizes blackheads, whiteheads, which is common concern for people with oily skin. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Uh, it truly makes me appreciate the power of, of nature. It's sometimes I say nature decoded solutions for us to, decoded solutions for us to decode. What common concern that is uh, associated with people a little bit of a younger age is acne. Can clay masks assist those with acne-prone skin? Definitely. Yes, clay masks have been used for antibacterial properties for a while, and they have been known to be used for acne-prone skin. So they're a great addition to the arsenal of anyone that's fighting acne. For starters, their deep cleansing abilities can extract dirt, sebum, and other impurities. So this prevents pores from getting clogged, which is, as we know, primary cause of acne. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so clogged pores, as we say, are acne's best friend. So this is obviously the first line of attack, right? Yeah, precisely. And clays, especially the likes of choline and bentonite that we use in detox ritual, they have antimicrobial qualities, which I mentioned. So this can significantly reduce acne-causing bacteria on the skin, 
Another benefit is the anti-inflammatory properties of some clays. And so that's really helps soothe the skin, minimize redness and inflammation, which is unfortunately, you know, goes hand in hand with acne. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, they're very comprehensive in their, in their benefits. So they cleanse, they combat bacteria, they reduce inflammation. Anything else? Yes. One more significant benefit is the regulation of sebum production. Mm -hmm. So we mentioned that it can absorb excess oil, but also the regular use of masks, clay masks can help strike a balance in oil production. So for people with uh, overproduction of oil, they can finally have that balance that they don't naturally have. And this can really help acne prone skin. Um, Mm -hmm. And then it also, you know, complements whatever else they're doing to promote healthy skin bacteria, which I hope Mm -hmm. anyone that has acne thinks about that. Yeah. So now what about those on the other end of the spectrum? Because obviously most skincare kind of says, oh, I'm suitable for this skin type. So what about dry skin? Can they benefit from clay masks as well? This is an excellent question. And many people think that if they have dry skin, they can't use clay masks. It's not necessarily true. They they can uh, use clay masks. They just have to be a little bit more choosier. They should go for milder clays, such as choline or rose clay, so they're less drying. Uh, there are other clays like Russell, which is can be too much for dry skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I assume that they shouldn't be using them maybe as often also, right? For sure. Frequency is a factor. So if someone with oily skin can go ahead and use clay masks like one to three times a week, if you are on a drier side, I would say start bi-weekly, see how your skin feels. Yeah, the most a person with dry skin can use it probably once a week. And then always, always follow the clay mask application with um, hydrating serum and moisturizer. Got it. So clay masks can be versatile, but as far as I understand, one has to be mindful of their skin type and needs. So thank you for shedding light on this. Anastasia, moving forward, how about matures? I've heard from, from some listeners that are, that are interested in anti-aging, but they were also curious about clay masks and the benefits since they actually got kind of targeted by ads for clay masks. And they were asking, asking me, but I have mature skin, so that's really not for me, right? So what do we tell people like that? For sure. When we think of mature skin or clay masks, the the two kind of don't go together uh, in most people's imagination. However, there are actually benefits for mature skin. So we already mentioned some benefits for anti-aging. So the exfoliation is a benefit. The fact that it can help other products absorb is a benefit. Another benefit is that clay masks actually do minimize pore appearance, which in large pores is often a concern for mature skin. And they also uh, do help uh, with laxity. So if you use clay masks that can temporarily shrink the pores and firm up the skin, and then I am you know, cautious of saying the word temporary because if you do use it you know, on a regular basis, then you can maintain that look. But if you just did it once, the result is not going to stay. Yeah, because actually that's something important. Again, like obviously we're all on social media. We're all seeing ads. And there is a company that was advertising a different product and they were like, it shrunk pores. It, you know, you know, uh, the reason this is a cult product in like Korea is because it's known to shrink pores. That actually doesn't exist. 
no product shrinks pores. Your pores are the size that they are, unfortunately. Obviously, if they are closed, if your skin cannot, uh, does not get enough oxygen, if your skin is, if you have a high cortisol level, a lot of things can actually increase pore size, but it, there is no product that can magically like change the size of your pores permanently. What we can do is reduce them, you know, for a specific amount of time. And then obviously we can maintain it if we use the product that reduced them over and over again. For sure. Yes. And I, we actually even did a post on Instagram on the Angus skincare Instagram about like common skincare myths and, you know, saying that a product can shrink pores permanently is a myth. So yeah, so I'm, I'm happy that we set the expectations right. Uh, it, show, it shows you how much I know about Yangu's Instagram. But considering <laughs> mature skin, uh, it, it tends to be more sensitive and or on the drier side. Are there precautions to be taken there, similar to what you said before about, about dry skin? Exactly. So it's very similar precautions. Uh, somebody with mature skin shouldn't probably be doing it you know, as frequent as someone with oily skin. It really does depend on your skin type. You can be, if you're mature skin and oily, you can actually use it more mm -hmm. often. If you have mature skin and you know that your skin is dry, then start bi-weekly and see how your skin feels. And the most important, uh, and it's a good rule of thumb for anyone really, but after you finished with the application of clay mask, you removed the clay mask, make sure that you follow with hydrating serum, hydrating moisturizer. And uh, yeah, and that's also the best time to use any other potent anti-aging ingredients for mature yeah, skin. Because we kind of breached that protective layer. Now, other than mature skin, what other skin types would you uh, say should prioritize using clay masks? Well, we've already talked about oily and acne-prone skin, and we should also mention uh, combination skin. So I'm actually somebody with combination skin personally. So I tend to, I can get dry around my mouth and like around the nasal label side, but I can have oily T-zones. So I would be somebody that benefit from using the clay mask just on my T-zone and the oily patches. Mm -hmm. And what about someone who's leading with, uh, again, like larger pores and large pores, regardless of age, I feel like, you know, using clay mask would be a game changer for them and obviously these, these deep cleansing properties. Now, for the inexperienced, okay, obviously in this podcast, we have people that could teach us a thing or two. Yeah. And we have people that, that aren't, that are new, and, and they're expecting us to teach them. How do you break down how a clay mask works? What's the science behind their ability to draw out impurities? And obviously, if anyone reads our detox ritual description, which I'm assuming we're going to get to later on, we're even saying like heavy metals, pollution. So what's the science behind clay's ability to absorb contaminants? Of course. So clay masks have unique properties of clay, and that is high cation exchange capacity. This essentially means they can absorb positive ions, like many of the skin's impurities and heavy metals, onto their negative surfaces. So when the clay dries on the skin, it doesn't just dry out, but it absorbs excess oil and substances, effectively pulling them out. That's why we say toxin extraction mask, about our detox ritual mask. And also they have clay has a porous structure, which helps trap dirt and sebum and the stringent properties that tighten the skin. 
you know, all of it together and you've got a, you know, um, a fantastic deep cleansing facial at your disposal. So, so they're home. like, they're like a magnet for impurities. Yeah, exactly. So they're like a sponge that absorbs impurities like a magnet. Yeah, it just pulls it out like a magnet. Uh, so we said that uh, while clay masks are great at drawing out impurities, can they also hydrate? Because I have seen, again, companies claim, oh, our clay mask is hydrating. Well, uh, it can be a little bit counterintuitive. Um, you can indeed promote skin hydration through proper use of clay masks. I wouldn't say that clay mask is a hydrating product. It's not like hyaluronic acid or some, you know, fatty acid based serum that is like innately hydrating. But if the clay mask that you chose has hydrating ingredients incorporated into it, then you can have a hydrating product that is also a clay mask. Interesting. So it's more like what obviously what, what is paired with it within maybe even in the same products that can offer moisturizing benefits. Yeah, and there's also always like more hydrating clays versus less hydrating. So that's also something to keep in mind when you choose a mask and if the, ma the clay mask can be hydrating. So milder clay, such as choline and uh, bentonite, and then add into it hydrating ingredients. Like for example, speaking of detox ritual, we went for a very mild, very gentle clays. And then we also added squalene, the, the OG of biomimetic lipids. So that together, um, you know, enhances the natural lipid structure that we have already have in our um, skin, maintains fortified skin barrier, replenishes any possibly lost moisture. So definitely the detox ritual does leave the skin feeling very like soothed and hydrated yeah, and it, not stiff. It's interesting because again, like biomimetic lipids, as you mentioned, what they do is more than just hydrate, they also kind of help the skin maintain hydration and not lose hydration. So very interesting. It's actually amazing. So it's not just about, again, drawing out impurities, but also ensuring that the skin remains hydrated or kind of not strip it from its hydration. Anastasia, I've seen a few brands talk about, again, like pore tightening effect. How well do clay masks, masks like really help reducing large pores? Well, um, so as, as we talked about it earlier, they can make the enlarged pores appear less prominent. And then if you do it on a regular basis, if you do it on the you know, as a maintenance, then you can maintain that look. And also by not having your pores clogged, you can potentially help not to make them wider, you know? Uh -huh. And as you were saying before, people have individual <laughs> pore size. So sometimes there will be people that just naturally have large pores. So we can't say, oh, use a clay mask. It will change your pore size. But there is also having not very large pores, but then them becoming larger because of them being clogged. And, you know, as you were saying, you know, when there is not enough oxygen supply that can actually exacerbate that. So we can help maintain that and prevent it from getting worse. Mm -hmm. Okay, I understand. And obviously also, you know, going back to uh, detoxifying ritual, we also incorporated uh, some other ingredients there that also help a little bit with that, you know, kind of... Um, I would say overall poor, you know, poor shrinkage, if you would. Yeah. So yeah, like, we have some enzymes there that do that as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah. 
So sure. that's interesting. Obviously, we need to cleanse the skin well with a cleanser, etc. So that makes sense. How often should someone use the detoxifying ritual specifically? Is that like a normal clay mask? Well, that depends on the skin type. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those with oily or acne-prone skin, I would say two, three times a week is ideal. For people with normal to combination skin, they can stick to once a week. And those with dry and sensitive skin should opt for once a week or even bi-weekly. And always essential to monitor how your skin responds. And also with our clay mask, we added, like I mentioned, we added enzymes. Yeah, let's let's dive. Just I will just say, since we added salicylic acid there too. Also for the first application, it should be shorter. I would start at like five minutes mark. And then you could progress up to 15, even 20 minutes based on your tolerance. Yeah, so, so that's actually what I wanted to ask you. I wanted to drive a little bit into the practical side. How does one seamlessly incorporate a clay mask, such as our detox ritual mask, into their skincare routine? Yep, happy to, to walk people through it. So first we start with a gentle cleanser, like our adaptogenic cleanser, then apply a generous amount of detox ritual mask. Avoiding the delicate area. Obviously, you remove the cleanser and you apply the mask. <laughs> and then some thinking might be felt because of the, you know, the potent ingredients that we have there. So initially leave the mask between five to seven minutes. And then in the future applications, you can work up to 15 minutes with continued use. After washing off the mask with lukewarm water, it's best to apply the mask at night to let it let the skin recover from sensitivities mm-hmm. and follow the mask with a hydrating serum or moisturizer. So with our products, I would highly, highly recommend to follow with BioBarrier. That would be great. And also, if you don't have a BioBarrier, which is our rich hydrating serum, you could simply use a moisturizer such as Care Moisturizer. And then if you have our hyperbaric mask, that's just you know, making the result even better, then just remember that now that you've used Detox Clay Mask, it really helped to clean and deeply, deeply clean your pores. So now the ingredients of the care moisturizer will penetrate easier than if you didn't do the deep cleanse before. Mm -hmm. And then the the hyperbaric mask will potentiate those results even more. So you, you get the benefits, like double the benefits of those products that you already have. Yeah. And what about uh, like uh, in terms of ingredients, what should uh, people look for in a clay mask? So the, the ingredients depends on skin type and desired outcome. In our formulations, because we target mature and sensitive skin, we include uh, with clays like choline and bentonite. And then as I mentioned, we incorporated squalene, which is the type of biometric lipid to restore the hydration. We also added pumpkin enzymes, very festive, very October of us. And also there are papayan enzymes there. And there is uh, salicylic acid for further deep detoxification. Interesting. So we get the AHA, the alpha hydroxy acids from the pumpkin enzymes. We have the BHA together with papayan. We have like a whole array of, uh, of, I would say, it's not chemical, but, uh, you know, Actually, yeah, enzymatic exfoliation is a type of chemical exfoliation. Yeah, Yeah, so it's pretty cool. And it's very, very full skincare of us because Mm -hmm. while you can use this mask effectively in the summer, you just have to be mindful that any kind of exfoliation will make your skin 
it doesn't necessarily make it photosensitive in the way like retinol does because the ingredients don't break down in sunlight. But once you have your fresher, younger skin, it is more uh, easier to be, you know, affected by sun rays. So, well, I hope everyone uses sunscreen and then that's not a problem. In the winter, uh, fall, when the daylight is shorter, it's easier to do those high maintenance, kind of like heavy duty exfoliating treatments, you know, without side effects of being expo- yeah. being outdoors and being exposed to the sun. Yeah. So you mentioned, you mentioned before, we, you know, we, we kind of jumped to the acids, but you mentioned squa- squalene. Can you elaborate more on the benefits specifically of that? For sure. Squalene is a lipid naturally found in the skin. It's hydration powerhouse for various reasons, like being a natural component of our sebum, reinforcing the skin's barrier and preventing water loss. Its emollient properties smooth and soften the skin. So squalene also has antioxidant properties, which is very you know, important uh, when we talk about anti-aging formulation, and it protects against oxidative damage, and it's compatible with many, many other skincare ingredients, so it makes it very easy choice for this mask, and it's also non-comedogenic and suitable for all skin types, including those with acne. And um, I will also mention that it is, as we said, squalene is a natural component of the skin, but with age, the production with, um, decreases. So incorporating it in the skincare helps to maintain hydration and get that youthful glow. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite products, and indeed the product that started it all, the first product we ever released, is Care, which is an NAD-boosting moisturizer. And if you haven't heard about NAD, this is the most important molecule in our body and is also called the fountain of youth. So what Care does, it raises NAD levels in the skin. And not only that, it also uses enhanced resveratrol and nine other supporting ingredients providing the ultimate fuel for your skin's regenerative processes to dramatically improve deeper lines, brightness, texture, and pores, aside from being a longevity supplement for your skin, making sure that your skin is healthy, vibrant, and looks amazing for many, many years to come. So uh, give care a chance. So Anastasia, with uh, the, you know, the great selection of clay masks available in the market, you know, what really sets Detox Ritual apart? Like, how can the consumer find our brain inside, inside the formulation, if you would? Yeah, so uh, that's a great question. The uniqueness of Detox Ritual lies in its blend of ingredients. So it combines the best choices of clays for, you know, mature skin and anti-aging. So it's the best of kind of both worlds. It has the unclogging, clarifying uh, properties from those two types of clays that we chose. But at the same time, other ingredients that we added there, they ensure that it's perfect for people dealing with acne, redness, oily and sensitive skin. So in the exfoliation capabilities, thanks to the pumpkin and papaya enzymes, coupled with the salicylic acid, promote really youthful glow, that luminosity. Um, and then we have the biomimetic lipids that is a staple in our formulations. So it really 
has that rich uh, kind of ancient, you know, flair with the types of clays we chose, but also the bioinnovation that we bring with papain and pumpkin enzymes. Um, so, yeah. And antioxidants. And- yes, and man- maintaining the skin barrier, the biomimetic lipids. Um, yeah, I think in the world of clay masks, it does, um, you know, stand out and it has its own unique profile. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because what we are trying to do is, I wouldn't say we have, uh, like, we've declared war on clean skincare, but we kind of declared war on the BS, the clean washing, as I call it, of clean skincare. Yeah, yeah. And like clean washing, but... Clean washing. Clean washing. Which you can have a product that, you know, is probably doing nothing. How is it called in Russian? You said the word, and I told you in, in Hebrew, it's lamlam. But what is it in, in Russian? Right now, I, I'm not sure Mi- what you're Miamia? What's it called? Um, let's just But continue. in Hebrew, it's called lamlam, which okay. means like something that really is just a blah, just does nothing. So that's obviously one end of the spectrum. But the other end of the spectrum of clean skincare really are extremely dangerous ingredients that are used because they're considered clean and um, are actually extremely harmful, like L-ascorbic acid, especially if you don't have an army of chemicals next to it, harsh chemicals that keep it stable, even then it's horrible. So, you know, what I like to say that we're not clean skincare but we're homeostatic skincare. So we, we keep skin homeostasis. And I think what we did today, what we discussed now about, you know, you know, the history of clay masks, how they're used, who is like the perfect candidate for, and then how can other people biohack their skin with clay masks? Because biohacking, again, is keeping the good, but eliminating the bad. So in clay masks specifically, I feel like Keeping homeostasis, like not only absorbing all the impurities, bad things, you know, eliminating like, you know, free radicals and and toxins and heavy metals and pollution and all of that, but also making sure the skin is hydrated. Also making sure we're removing that dried up or that those um, contaminated skin layers off the top and revealing new skin. I feel like that homeostasis part, that balance part is what sets this product and us as a company apart. I think it's very important to talk about it. No, I agree. And, and for anyone listening, I hope you were able to un- really understand the, the message that Amitai is conveying here, because we're definitely not against the idea of clean skincare. It's just, you know, we do want to make sure that the skin care that you use gives you the, the best chance for your skin to, to heal, to thrive. And that's what people associate with clean skincare and, you know, not having toxic ingredients, not having something that will disrupt your hormones. Like we're all on board with that. It's just the word clean has became, it has never been regulated. So anyone can call their formulation clean, even if it's not. And then also, you know, sometimes the, the formulations that people assume you know, you can only be clean if you don't use like preservatives, so you don't use stabilizers. And then we go down the rabbit hole of those products being actually unstable and not homeostatic. So, you know, you mean to, to do something good for your skin, but you end up disrupting its barrier and function because you use something that wasn't stabilized properly. Yeah. 
but definitely with this clay mask, I think it's it has this a very wide appeal because another funny thing that I want to bring up, we were recently tagged on Instagram on a post. Uh, the lady was sharing that she would never use something on her face unless it was used thousands of years ago. And that, like, I understand where she's coming from. And then somebody tagged us and like, oh, you should really check out Yangus. <laughs> so I think for that lady, particularly, she would maybe appreciate us having clay masks because <laughs> it's from thousands of years ago. But definitely, you know, she's going to go and do a deep dive and she'll see we'll be using Energy Plus precursors and hermetics and synolytics that it was not used a thousand years ago. I would say something, though, about a thousand years ago. Does your body count? Like, you know, NAD, obviously, no, one's, no one used supplements a thousand years ago, and I'm not meaning to get into the rabbit hole of, like, uh, food being more nutrient-dense a thousand years ago than, than now. But, like, we use peptides, right? We use biomimetic lipids. We use NAD precursors. We use, you know, really advanced science in our skincare, but our skincare, again, it's meant to be homeostatic, it's homeostatic skincare. So everything in the end obviously works in harmony with the body, it doesn't kick the body off of balance, just enhances natural processes. So my question, let's say we're talking about our micro-encapsulated NAD precursors, okay? The only ones in the world that uses, you know, we're not the only, actually everyone is using it inside their body, right? So my question is this, like, the, the, the imaginary person sitting with us now, you're only comfortable using things that are used for thousands of years, but your body, humans, you know, modern homo sapiens are probably 170,000 years old. Is that Does that count? Yeah, I think in her books, no. Um, okay. And I think she would be someone who would be like, I'm not going to put, you know, anything that was made in the lab on my skin. Like, mm -hmm. I think she was a uh, high proponent of, tallow only based skincare, you know? And Tell me, I, ha I have to ask a question. If uh, someone got their hand on it, like a prototype product of ours, can we say it escaped the lab? <laughs> okay, anyway, yes. we, we talked that it's comprehensive approach. How would you say detox ritual fits into the fall mm -hmm. season, especially with the transition in weather? Mm -hmm. Well, as we transition into fall, our skin can become more susceptible to dullness, dryness, and damage due to change in temperatures and humidity levels. If you so, don't live in Florida. Yeah, everywhere else outside of Miami, well, and other cities of Florida. So after using detox ritual, the newly exposed skin layer is younger and healthier, um, ensuring better absorption of moisturizers and serums. And as I mentioned, that just, you know, that exfoliation is just really is what fall skincare about. So it can help you deal with the hyperpigmentation or any kind of sunspots and age spots that you may be um, accumulated during summer and your door activities. So now this is a great time to use this product. Okay, let's see if I can, if I can uh, you know, ask a question you're not ready for. So we have other masks like hyperbaric mask or Naya polish that I kind of consider a mask. So can you draw some comparisons and in, in contrasts between them and the detox ritual? Like one, yeah, so go ahead. Certainly. So masks generally fall into two categories, hydrating and clarifying. So our, our hyperbaric mask 
is a hydrating one. Mm -hmm. It mimics the rejuvenating effects of hyperbaric oxygen therapy. It enhances the skin elasticity, vibrancy, hydration. The star ingredient there, the, the yeast uh, complex revitalizes cells and encourages cell renewal. On the other hand, we have the Niopolish, which offers gentle exfoliation, both physical and chemical. So physical, there are these tiny granules of coconut shells that we have that, you know, physically removes the dead skin. And then we have enzymes that do that. So the detox ritual, it's uh, kind of like merges the attributes of both, because as we mentioned, the pumpkin and papaya enzymes, they have that, um, the same enzymatic function that mm -hmm. we have pomegranate enzymes in Niopolish. So they're like, like Pac-Man, they're eating dead skin from the surface. But then we also have colon and bentonite clays for detoxification. Um, but in detox ritual, you don't have that scrubbiness that mm -hmm. comes with Niopolish because Niopolish is really easy scrub. This is a mask. It's very uh, soft uh, to the touch. And, and then with the biomimetic lipids that we incorporated into the detox ritual, it's also really hydrating. So when you wash off the detox ritual mask, your skin feels very hydrated. So mm -hmm. that kind of like where it kind of sort of reminds the feeling of the hyperbaric mask, but that would be the feeling that you get the day after more so because the hyperbaric mask is like gel. So on immediate application, it's kind of mm -hmm. like sticky, but yeah, I hope that helped <laughs> draw the comparison. Yeah. So, you know, keeping the, uh, the theme with Halloween coming up, are there any spooky ingredients in our mask that people might be surprised about? Well, in the spirit of Halloween, we do use ingredients that are sourced from intriguing origins. So as I mentioned, the hyperbaric mask features Vitacell, which is the botanical yeast complex. While uh, yeast is usually associated with baking, it has numerous benefits. And, you know, particularly in our hyperbaric mask, it improves skin's oxygen consumption, ATP production, and then the detox ritual contains a unique ingredient, lactobacillus pumpkin fruit ferment extract. So actually, I hope our listeners know that not all bacteria are bad. And this strain aids in producing skin-nourishing pumpkin enzymes. And that helps uh, detoxification and exfoliation. So it's a testament to how nature in all diverse forms offers benefits for skincare that we can incorporate. Yeah, definitely. So with so many options on the table, Anastasia, how should our listeners decide between, for example, detox ritual and the hyperbaric mask or yeah. Niopolish? Like, how do we, how do you see it? That's a great question. So while both masks, the hyperbaric mask and the detox ritual, they have distinct benefits, the choice uh, boils down to the immediate skin needs of our users. So the detox ritual is perfect for those facing congestion, blackheads, anyone with acne-prone skin and oily complexion. It's a gentle exfoliating solution, especially for those who might be sensitive to strong acids. On the other hand, the hyperbaric mask is designed for those dealing with dehydrated, fatigued, irritable skin. It replenishes essential moisture, just really giving the, the skin cells a boost of oxygen and invigorating them. 
Uh, okay, okay. And what about combining the two masks? Is there a sign uh, like a synergistic effect when they are used together or Absolutely. one after, it, after another? Yep. Absolutely. So sequencing plays a pivotal role in skincare, and these two masks complement each other beautifully. So starting with a detox ritual ensures deep cleansing, det detoxification, and exfoliation. Uh, by clogging and preparing the skin, it becomes more receptive to treatments that follow. Mm -hmm. Then, by applying the hyperbaric mask, users are introducing intense, more potent ingredients such as peptides that we have there and, you know, other important cell pathway activating ingredients for deep nourishment, deep rejuvenation. And so this combination provides a perfect balance of cleansing and nourishing, leading to the, the skin with like very, you know, strong benefits from the routine. And if anyone is confused between the Naya polish and the Didex ritual, just think of like, are you a scrub person? Do you like facial scrubs? If yes, Naya polish is great because it offers also enzymatic exfoliation, also physical. Or do you want to um, have that kind of like at-home mini facial experience? Because when you use a clay mask at home, it, it really does feel like at-home facial. You put this mask, you wait, it dries, you wash it off, and then you layer your other skincare actives and like products. It, it really becomes like a me-time kind of process. Yeah, I would say also that Naya Polish, yeah, it does repair and like uh, increase NAD in the skin, etc. But it's really more of a product that is um, that is designed from actually more aggressive, a little bit exfoliation, a more aggressive um, peeling of the skin, if you would, more classic in that term. The reason we created the detox ritual is mainly because obviously we have a few other businesses and we're very involved right now in the idea of trying to rid the body of heavy metals, of glyphosate, of pollutants that the body actually historically isn't isn't built to deal with. Like we're talking about a, a millennia-based traditions like putting clay on your face. And obviously we can see places still like uh, Myanmar where people are still doing it to this day as far as like their customs. But our body, you know, mentioning 170,000 years ago, really until the industrial revolution, you know, has never evolved to deal with free radicals that are not based on oxygen. So nitrogen free radicals, carbon free radicals from obviously from carbon emissions, heavy metals, mercury, glyphosates, Roundup, etc. So we have to have a mechanism and that obviously affects the skin as well. We know today that if you live in a hustling and bustling city, you age more from pollution on, on all its forms that I mentioned now, more than you are from the sun. And we know, we know that you age from the sun more than you age from, you know, what we call inside out, inside out aging or intrinsic aging. So the number one factor are those things that our body did not evolve to deal with. And this mask really, I feel like, is kind of the, the quintessential add-on to anyone who is that, I would say that not necessarily overachiever, but that kind of person that, that does dare to walk around in the world, does dare to, you know, follow their dreams as far as like, you know, going after uh, the career that they want, work those extra hours, you know, uh, maybe uh, has to run, 
in the streets of New York or where, whatever, like people who are unfortunately exposed to, you know, airport, indoor circulated air, whatever that is, all of that accumulates toxins in your skin. And this is like the perfect mask to completely, that's what we call a detox ritual, to completely suck all of that out and leaving a skin that is, that now is the skin that we evolved to have, you know, thousands of years ago. Yeah, I think that that's beautiful. And that really, you did a great job, you know, describing the avatar of people that we created it for. Yeah, we don't want you to be like Avatar, stay with the blue skin. Uh, anyway, uh, going back to the combination, the per- perfect pairing that you described between the two masks and a comprehensive skincare routine that they can provide. So if you were waiting for some kind of like a spa type experience from Yangos, if that's what you're looking for at home, they can use the detox ritual first, then you uh, following with a hyperbaric mask for a nourishing finish. Is that more or less what we're talking about? Yeah, that that makes uh, ultimate self care do for relaxing relaxing at home facial treatment for sure. Yeah, that's a great way to use those. You know, and if you don't have our happy break mask, you should really consider it. But then again, remember that you can use any moisturizer, any serum afterwards. It will your products will penetrate uh, penetrate deeper, and you know you'll get extra benefits from using it. Yeah, you basically are ensuring absorption, kind of, by using the mask first. So anyway, thank you for breaking breaking that down and, and that entire concept down. This combination sounds like a game changer for achieving radiant, revitalized skin. So, um, Anastasia, I, I super appreciate the time that you, that you uh, gave us today. Obviously, every time you come on the podcast, again, we are getting lit up. <laughs> on social media you are apparently a much better podcaster than me it's not true it's not true you, you just want people to comment no Amita, you're better you're you're better uh, so uh, <laughs> whoever you think won this podcast this podcast was a competition uh, you can comment who the winner was and um yeah, maybe, I guess, if, if I'm maybe, being... Maybe that will be my last appearance. <laughs> <laughs> or the <laughs> last my or my <laughs> last. Maybe it will be my last appearance. We don't know. But uh, again, thank you, everyone who joined us today. Thank you, obviously, Anastasia. And just remember that, you know, this podcast is, is meant for you. This podcast is, is really meant to enrich your knowledge about skincare, about the way we view skincare, about the way we view product formulations. But if, you, if you've gained, if you've stayed until now, I hope you're not just waking up or like, oh my God, these guys talked for a while and I was asleep. So <laughs> if you are, if you stayed until now and you're interested, you're not alone. There are many other people, I hope, that would benefit from listening to this podcast. And the only way that they will be able to listen to it is if you subscribe if you share if you leave a review and a comment normally we we answer people's questions today because it was kind of a podcast between us we're not going to do that but that's something we do often and um maybe i'll I'll answer one question because there is this one adorable person and anastasia knows who this person is that uh, after my last complete the the tangent i threw about l-ascorbic acid being the devil 
but but that that uh, deserves a full podcast episode. That deserves a full podcast episode. We're gonna do that. And, and, and just if you feel like we didn't answer enough questions, remember that this this whole podcast was built on questions about climate. Okay, as you can see, my boss tells me that this is enough. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're gonna do a whole podcast about helascorbic acid. Why it is. Um, the worst ingredient you can have on your skin. And um, yeah, we stand by it. We will never make a podcast with L-ascorbic A podcast for sure. Uh, the <laughs> L-ascorbic acid will not be a guest on this podcast. But, or a sponsor. Uh, or a sponsor, yeah. This product is brought, podcast is brought to you by <laughs> L-ascorbic acid and the devil. So uh, we'll never do a product with L-ascorbic acid. Uh, if we are, then we will have to... Uh, you know, issue the, an apology. Then you know the company was sold. We yeah, no longer make it. The exactly, product. exactly. Call the police. If 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 Elascorbic acid is mentioned positively, call the police. Or something's going on. Anyway, uh, Anastasia, thank you again. You've been an amazing guest as always. Thank, thank you, you for for, for uh, thank you for allowing me to be a guest in 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 your life and a guest in Young Goose. That's also important. Uh, yeah, and to anyone who's listening until now, I wish you an amazing rest of your week. Bye for now from from us. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye.